I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything. Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Hey everybody, I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better, so I guess we should go ahead and try to write better. Today I want to answer a simple question somebody asked me the other day. They asked, John, where do I start when it's time to write a new project? How do I get started? What do I need to do? What do I need to know in advance? How do I avoid making the same mistakes where I stall out about 5,000 words in, or I get really irritated about four days in if I'm going to write every day back to back to back. What should I be doing in order to start off better than I'm starting now? And that is a fantastic question, an absolutely great question, because unlike so many other kinds of art and creativity, how you start isn't so much indicative of the overall effect of the story, because you can always make another draft, but how you start is very indicative of your approach to whatever it is you write, however many drafts, whatever genre, whatever kind of story. And the best thing you can do for a strong start is not to overthink the premise and hyper-constantly like obsess over whether or not this idea is good or whether you're good. The best thing you can do to start is to immediately make some decisions about how you're going to organize things going forward. And rather than adopting a Swiss cheese approach of, I have like two things and 55 question marks, that I'll figure out later. Try to take a, a second to answer some of those laters before we even start. This is what I'm talking about. So you've got your new idea. Doesn't matter the genre. For the sake of our example today, let's say you're going to write a fantasy novel, just so that we have a consistent example. You might be very tempted to start sketching out big things. Like you know you want to fight a dragon. You know there's going to be like a big battle scene. You know there's going to be something to do with a mermaid. You know those things because those are, those are specific pictures in your head. And you might really drive towards wanting to write them down. Don't worry. You're going to write them down, but that's not going to be the first sort of stop on this bus tour for our story. That's, we're going to get there eventually, but we're not there right now. We're going to start with, let's define a few parameters, simple things, small things, easy things that help motivate us. We're not looking to drag this thing out. I'm not saying, okay, go get 45 pieces of paper. It's time to make 45 complicated outlines. I don't want it complicated. I want to get you writing, but I don't want you to race to the writing. I want you to start making some boundaries and limitations for the story. Here's how we're going to do it. You get your idea. It's a fantasy novel. I know that much. I know I've got a couple scenes in my head. I know that much. Rather than write the scenes, like out verbatim, just make a note as to what they are. I know there's going to be a scene with a dragon. I know there's going to be a battle scene. I know there's going to be something to do with a mermaid. Just Put that somewhere on a note. Put it on a note card. Put it on a piece of paper. Put it in a draft. Put it in a note on your phone. Put it somewhere so that you have a 
written down list of things. We're going to start a couple different lists. Now, ideally, you're going to do this all in one file, all in one place. But if you're like me and you swear you're going to do it all in one place, you more than likely end up with it in two or three places. And then later you are shuffling between notepads or shuffling between things on your phone in order to keep one idea consistently straight. But step one, write out the things you know. That's going to help prime the pump creatively for later. Item number two, start by listing all the kinds of conflicts you're thinking about having in the story. Not if they're good or bad, not in terms of priority, just make a list. Okay, we're going to have peasants and monarchs. We're going to have trade unionists and capitalists. We're going to have orcs versus humans. We're going to have goblins versus... Uh, mermaids, you know, whatever it might be, whatever one side is fighting another, whatever their beef is, whatever their issue is, that's what we're going to lay out, whatever that might be. Just make a list. It doesn't need to be in the order you're thinking about it. Just start generating ideas. We're going to try and get a groundwork built, not out of definite, this has to go in and that has to go in and that has to go in, but we're just trying to till the soil and let things bubble up to the surface as we go. We're trying I know I'm mixing so many metaphors there, but we're really trying to like fuel some creativity. We're really trying to develop and do things so that you can have an easier time writing because you're just so full of ideas. So, list of conflicts. And it can be individual. I I listed groups, but if you have, you know, a knight wants to seek revenge for his, the death of his, I don't know, favorite horse. Sure, whatever. Whatever kind of conflict, whatever kind of tension, whatever kind of issue could be in this story that you're excited about. I mean, literally, you could put anything. Have asteroids come in. Have cavemen fight astronauts. I don't know. But the things that specifically interest you within sort of the box of your story. It's a fantasy novel, so we're not going to probably write like a detective story and a high fantasy novel and a romance novel all in one. We're going to pick and choose the stuff we want to talk about. That's, that's okay. We want to pick and choose those conflicts. Next, we're going to start listing characters. Now, we don't need huge backstories. We don't need big, complicated things. We just need to know Who's, this, who's telling the story? Who's in this story? So just start generating specific lists. Don't just say a human and a barmaid and a mermaid and uh, the butcher and this, that, and the other. Really get somewhat concrete, but don't get hung up on too many details. Find that sweet spot. So we're going to have, you know, um, Gary the Knight and... Uh, Walter, the priest, maybe um, Ophelia, the the princess mermaid. Just figure out short little snapshots. Single sentences are ideal here of characters. Just list out. You Remember, we're not trying to get everything done in advance. We're just trying to get started. So pick and choose some spots to get started in. All right. Then, once we have that down, get as far as you can. If that means you only have like three or four, that's fine. It's okay. We're not trying to be hyper-completionist here. We're just fueling up the car for the drive we're going to take across this manuscript. Which character or characters, although we're going to try and keep this number low, one, maybe two, maybe three at most, no more than that, which characters are going to tell this story? Which characters are our point-of-view characters? It's okay if you're unsure, 
and it's okay if you're sure, but if you're unsure and you're trying to say, oh, well, maybe it's this person's story. Maybe it's that person's story. Maybe it's this person's story. The way to figure out whose story it is is figure out what we're going to go backwards half a step to that list of conflicts. What conflict that you listed is a best fit for that character. If we have Gary the Knight and he wants to seek revenge for the death of his horse, then that quest, and we're really like jazzed about like hunting down the the three-footed man who killed my horse, now prepare to die. If we're really jazzed about telling that story, we know to lean in there and maybe Gary is our point of view character. But maybe this is a story about how a, a, a mermaid princess like acquired a fantasy bar for creatures like fantasy cheers. So then maybe she's our point of view character. It is really an absolutely positively super okay, fantastic, delightful for you to only have one or two point of view characters. One would be just fine. Really, I promise it's okay. Even if it's a fantasy novel, this isn't an exercise in how big and wild and undisciplined a story we can craft. This is about giving us the best tools possible to tell the best story possible down the road. So we've got our list of conflicts, we've got our list of characters, and we've sorted out some point of view characters. Now, next thing, we're going to come up with a list of locations. Where do we think the story could take place? Just a list, free association. I want to have a scene at a cemetery. I want to have a scene in a bar. I want to have a scene in the biggest city in the kingdom. I want to have a scene like underneath a bridge with a troll, whatever. Just make a list. No bad answers. The idea here isn't to map everything out yet. It's just to churn up the seas, get everything moving, get your brain limber and no bad ideas here, okay? We have one more thing to do before we really start kind of gently framing out a story in some way, shape, or form. We're going to figure out rules for the world and rules for the characters. Now, rules for the world are the principles and policies and concepts that help the world operate the way that it does. This is stuff like Earth-based gravity and stuff, but it's also more nuanced social contract things like there are haves and have-nots, or there is a class system that is inescapable, or that there are humans as the dominant group and all the other races are subordinate, or vice versa, or it's patriarchal, or it is racially diverse, or all of the above. Find the rules that help the world function. In whatever rules that might be, big groups, how do big cities exist? Is there voting? Is there not voting? Is it monarchistic? Is it matriarchal? What are the rules for big groups? What are the rules for small groups? What kind of businesses? What kind of societies? Is there money? Is there debt? Is there slavery? What are the rules for the world that a regular person, whomever they might be, would encounter day to day? And do those rules vary on the basis of class or race or gender or identity? Find some rules. Again, we're not trying to craft everything because ultimately the reader's not going to give a shit about everything. You're going to bombard them with information that way. Pick and choose a few just to get us started. Then two, we're going to do the exact same thing for each of the characters on our previous character list. So with our knight and with our priest and with our mermaid princess, what rules do they follow in their lives? What what rules do they set up for themselves? They're going to tell the truth. They're going to stand up against bullies. They're going to uh, always bet on the underdog. What principles do they have to help guide and steer their lives? 
whether or not they believe in the deity structure, whether they're pantheistic or, or polyamorous or, or whatever. What rules do they have for themselves that allow them to be their best selves? Coming up with that and structuring that should give us societal rules, character rules, some locations, some characters, and a general vibe and atmosphere for the world. And a couple conflicts that we could maybe sprinkle in and sort out. From this point forward, you could start drafting. It would be a very loose first draft, but you could find it out as you go. You could start nailing down those key scenes you had in your head and just see where it takes you. It's totally fine to do that. There's there's no wrong way at this point. We're just generating a first draft. But maybe you want to take any of these elements, the character rules, the world rules, the conflicts, the total list of characters, the list of locations. Maybe you want to take them and, and dig in a little deeper on one. That's fine. That's totally okay. But you're able to do that, I should say. You're able to do that because you've laid this groundwork out. That's a strong foundation. That's that's sort of the development stage that we can move forward. And if you want to explore deeper or or get into something more technical or crunchy that you're willing to give put a little time to and you're a little you're willing to put a little focus on, we can absolutely do that. And for more details on that, go over to johnhelpsyourwritebetter.com and there are so many other ways. There's no wrong way to do it. I'm just trying to give you a, maybe maybe quick and dirty is the wrong phrase, but certainly an effective universal development system so that you can do this for any genre, any story, any level of experience. That is how you can start strong. That's what's going to keep you from really stalling out because you're going to have so many like different ideas that can fuel different things. And when you feel like, oh, I'm stalling out, I'm running out, I'm running out, what do I do? Go back to these lists. Go look at your conflicts. Go look at your locations. Go look at your characters. Go look at the society rules and see if even disconnected from the main story, even writing scenes out of order, can you write something? Can we just keep this going a little bit, kind of, sort of, somehow, and figure it out along the way? Because if this is just a first draft, it doesn't have to be written linear end-to-end or perfectly. We can always make more drafts. We can always come up with more stuff. Give that some thought and I'll talk to you tomorrow.